Hey everybody, welcome to the Stone Age Fuel Fit for Life show, episode 010. Today, Michaela <laughs> joins me for an exciting episode filled with wondrous and magical journeys. I think you're all going to enjoy it, and let's have her introduce herself. Tell us about you, Michaela. Hi, my name is Michaela. Um, I'm a massage therapist, personal trainer, and yoga instructor. Um, really into the whole being healthy and fit thing, <laughs> but I'm also human and I don't always follow through. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, so you've been here for with us for a long time, like since the beginning of the of yeah. time. I've been here since the beginning and I've been a therapist for like three years now. This is my fourth year. How long have we been here? Four or five years? Five years now. Five years. Since 2013. Wow. Jeez. I'm a year behind. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what year it is anymore. Seriously. <laughs> I was like, is it like 2017? Oh, no. We, we, we lost that year. <laughs> it went by so quick. I can't believe it. Yeah. So we've got, so you've been through like the personal training programs for the Fitness for Life. You've been, you're a coach for life, which is a certified like high level instructor. Think about if you guys are listening, the doctor house of fitness, you got something wrong with you that nobody can figure out, including your doctor. So you come to us and you say, I don't know what's wrong with me. Something's wrong. I can't figure it out. And then we do. So that's what the coach for life does. Uh, you're also a massage therapist and a yoga instructor. So talk, talk to me about those three different dynamics. What do you like best about start with coach for life? So coach for life. I love being on the floor with people and, um, being able to show them how to get fit and teach them and talk about nutrition. I think nutrition is my favorite part of the whole coaching thing because um, it's always that's the base of it all. And um, it's just amazing to see people get in here and help them lose weight, see their body transform. It's a good feeling just to help people live a better life. Um, and then when it comes to yoga, it's all about exercising the mind. And I having people come back and tell me that they can get through their day without – getting upset or just calmly that is the best feeling again because once I'm helping people (laughs) live a better life and then with massage I can help people get rid of aches and pains I can do that with uh, personal training too but the cool thing about having all three of them together is I can do a training session and if someone's back is bugging them not only can I show them self-help techniques to take care of themselves with the tennis balls the foam rollers different things I can get them on my table for a few minutes and further that whole process it's really neat to add everything together yeah that's exciting so people can be like hey i'm here i need to lose weight feel better about myself get a massage and get flexi and you're like done right (laughs) every every point yeah all done easy day jack of all trades or jack of everything it it helps you become the epicenter of health and wellness so when the doctor needs to refer or anybody needs to refer to something you have all the capabilities to perform the things that you need to perform right which is cool. So you talked about mental health, which I think is one of the biggest things people struggle with. And when you see people come in the gym, the most common reason they don't come in is because they're afraid or they're intimidated or they've had bad experiences with things or they just don't believe enough in themselves. And you always do the mental health tip of the day, which is exciting because it's one of our most popular videos. So talk to me about mental health and why people hate themselves so much. Well, mental health, I think a lot of it is conditioned from being a child. Um, I myself have severe anxiety and depression and that's why I'm so passionate about it I've seen it a lot and a lot of people I know and it is people just get too down on themselves you know we are our own worst critic and if I can help with my videos one little comment somebody switch the way they think about themselves or about anything in their um, external atmosphere then 
uh, that helps that I that's a good feeling for me once again I just want to help anybody even if it's one person every four videos <laughs> it's just making a difference in the world one little bit at a time exactly and and you mentioned which is a really good point that people's character states as adults get basically built and modified by how they were treated and what their experience was like as a child and if you guys want to know a really good author who actually focuses on this read anything from Stephen King his whole thing like it you look at the way it the movie if you've seen the movie but you if you've read the book it starts off as the kids as the characters as kids and the book progresses and evolves into these kids and their situations that turn them into the adults they are as the book progresses so what do you think about how do you how do you un how do you break that if someone's had a a really tough childhood or really bad experiences and they've been molded into a stone cold killer or something like that as they're an adult how do we shift and adjust and modify that mindset so they start believing believing in themselves. Uh, change your atmosphere, change your social atmosphere as well. So external atmosphere, pe- where you hang around, people you hang around. Um, one of my favorite things is, uh, like I said, I suffer from severe anxiety and depression. Um, this is a perfect example. And this gym opening up was a beautiful, beautiful thing for me. It changed my entire life. I finally was able to shift all these people that I was hanging out with or not such good atmospheres for myself and my children. And this was a positive place to be. And it changed my view of myself. It changed my view as a mother. It changed my view of life just from one positive place, just being around other positive people. It is amazing what that can do. And it's hard work, it's not easy. You have to get in there and tell yourself, I don't wanna feel this way anymore. I wanna change things. And you need to find a place that you think is gonna work for you and you just need to continue until you, that shift, until you get that change. Exactly, that's a really good point. You gotta put your, and there's that saying, you are a product of your own environment. Mm -hmm. And in order to adjust and modify and shift that environment into something different, you have to ultimately make the decision to change that environment, which I think is really hard for people to do because number one, change makes people scared. They don't like change. They don't know what's gonna happen. They're afraid of what people are gonna say or they're afraid of what's gonna happen or they don't have the money to do it or anything like that. But I think one of the hardest things to do is make that conscious decision that I'm going to change my environment. So talk to me a little bit about how you changed yours and how other people can benefit from learning and changing theirs. So. I changed mine, like I said, just by becoming a member of this gym. First, I just worked here, um, but then and one day I just made the decision, I'm not happy and I wanna be happy. And becoming fit and getting into nutrition and the whole health, the, every um, aspect of that, um, I mean sleep, health, or sleep, <laughs> exercise, nutrition, all of it together dramatically changed my life and mental health. That is so important for mental health. Uh, without coming here, I don't know where I'd be, honestly. But I continued to come here. Days I felt like screaming or I felt like, you know, maybe, maybe this isn't going to work for me. You come anyways. And sometimes it's like Nike says, just do it. That's true. And it's the product, the concept of kindness priming. So you prime people to want to have a good experience in the environment that they're going to. And if you can provide an environment that primes for that kindness, I think you you get people who want to come back and people who want to continue to experience that experience. And then people are conditioned to smile before they walk in the door. And so I think maybe that's one of the big things that happens in gyms like this. They get primed for that kindness and primed for that good experience and primed for this to be the best hour of their day or, or wherever it is. Maybe they go to the library and the books make them feel cool. But uh, so it, it could be the gym. It could be the library. Maybe you just sit down on the floor and cover your face for an hour and you just think like meditation or whatever yes, we, we want to do. Yes, it's very true. <laughs> 
It, it can be anything, you know, running outside. It can be taking a long drive. It can be sitting outside on the curb, whatever works. And what that comes down to, like you said, is, is mindfulness, meditation. When you get that um, quiet moment just to sit back and be with yourself, which is the hardest thing for any of us to do. Nobody really wants to sit with themselves, but once you get there and you get to know yourself, you can look at everything for how it really is and make those changes and, and think about what is positive and what's not positive so you can make the changes. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. I like the idea of mindfulness. And I think a lot of people don't understand the concept of meditation. They think you just sit there and like lay on the floor for 20 minutes and that makes you better. But I think that the real big concept behind meditation that makes it powerful is the act of self-realization and self-awareness and the mindfulness in the moment. So as you go, you meditate and you learn to be mindful in that moment and understand your thoughts and emotions. But then what that teaches you to do is as you're going throughout your day, you're mindful of your situations and you're mindful of your consciousness and you're mindful of the character state that you're in. And we were just talking about like transactional analysis, adults go into adult states, child states and all these different states. And if you can spot those states in other people by when they're in it and you can pull yourself out, you're always going to put yourself in good situations and you're going to avoid getting into emotional battles and you're going to avoid problems like that so I think that mindfulness is huge whether and and that's what people need to learn that meditation is about it's very true one of my favorite books um, that I finally understood mindfulness because it is a hard it's a hard concept to grasp to understand but um, John Kabat-Zinn he wrote wrote a wonderful book it's called um, wherever you are wherever you are there you'll be and it, he's amazing. He, just his definition alone of mindfulness. He explains it so anybody can fully understand it. And just like you said, you exercise your mind. It's just like going to the gym for your body. You, you exercise in the gym every day, you're going to go outside and lift a 50-pound bag real easy. Um, same thing with your mind. You sit down for five minutes a day. That's it. In a, in a chair. You don't even have to do the whole yoga stretching part. You just sit down, exercise your mind for five minutes a day, and that carries out into the to the world, to your external world, and you can see each situation and see it for what it is and um, react properly in the situation instead of overreacting and being upset. Yeah, and that's it. And that's how you, it's the way of the peaceful warrior, learning to train your mind in a way that's going to benefit you in your future situations and being mindful of when you're about to screw up. Because we're not, you don't just become this like mindful ninja overnight. Uh, you're going to, you're going to stop, get into these situations. You're going to feel the emotions pulling, and then you're going to realize what you're doing and where you're at. And then you're going to be able to pull yourself back and pull yourself out. And then when you're talking to people, like when we do one-on-ones in the gym, you're incredibly mindful and cognizant of what they're feeling, thinking, and doing just by their body mechanics, their body language, and the things they're saying, and whether or not they're guarded. And then you can use that to really provide the experience that they need. So it's, hey, I, I understand what's going on. I noticed you're, you're starting to cross your arms a little bit. Is this an uncomfortable conversation for you? I, I just want you to know that we're here to help you. We don't pass judgment. We just want to make sure you're in, you're in the right situation. And so if you can spot those things and really understand what's going on, I think it really helps you in the betterment of others. It really does because everyone, um, you don't want to be, uncomfortable when you're trying to help somebody out it's just like for my massage i can't go into that room and have all my stresses from my personal life in that room i need to be there i need to be in that moment because whatever i'm feeling is going to come off on these people and same thing with coaching if my mind's elsewhere and i'm not here with this person focusing on them being mindful i'm not going to give them the proper care that they need 
That's true. And, and if you are in that situation, people can smell it on you, especially if you're in the position where they look to you for support or they look to you to be the leader or whatever. If you walk in in a situation to where you're incredibly emotional, it, it ruins the structure and the dynamic of what needs to happen. And so I think it's, it's one of the more difficult things to understand and figure out is being mindful, but also allowing yourself to utilize and capture your own emotions, which is one of the things that you get caught up in, in the middle of. So you're, you're mindful, but you can't have your emotions displayed necessarily in front of your team and with people all the time. So you really learn to understand and capture those different character states. Right. One of my favorite things, too, on that subject is uh, like John Kabat-Zinn was talking about in his book, Wherever You Go, There, there You Are. Um, he talks about your emotions. So one of the points of mindfulness is you get to see your emotions. It's not that you block them out. That's never a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. But you, you recognize them. You see them. It's like a waterfall. You're standing behind the waterfall. Your emotions and your thoughts are out in front of you. And you see them. You recognize them. But they're not affecting you. This way you can go ahead and work with your clients or talk with people without having these emotions geared from your your feelings your thoughts you're mm-hmm. you're going to react properly in the situation yeah and that's it it's that's a good point it's recognizing it and seeing it in front of you so you're you're talking to someone and all of a sudden you see the person starting to cross their arms the emotions start flying you feel your palms getting sweaty and your heartbeat increasing a little bit and that's when you say okay i i feel it coming and I'm going to pull back a little bit and make sure I don't end up in the child state when I'm doing this kind of stuff. And and that's huge, being able to recognize and spot what's happening and being in the moment and understanding what's going on. That's like the, the true yogi. That's like the Yoda of mindfulness. <laughs> right. And it's it's a hard thing to get to. You really have to, to practice it. Like I said, just like getting into the gym. You just need to do it. <laughs> it's true. You got to practice being mindful so you can be a mindful ninja master. <laughs> and it is a beautiful feeling once you get there. And it doesn't mean you are are mindful and practice being mindful for six months and you reach that awakened state. It doesn't mean you're going to stay there. Yeah. It's it's a continuous thing. You can't just like the gym. You will, your extra, your mind will get out of shape just as the body will. That's true. You are a product of your own mind. So you have to train <laughs> it effectively. Right. All right, Michaela, this has been fun. I think we had a really exciting talk about being mindful. I'd call it Minecraft, but that's a video game, so it can't be. It's the craft of the mind. Right. <laughs> so uh, if you guys want to talk to Michaela, you can email her. Her email is massage at stoneagefield.com. She loves going back and forth with people and helping them in their emotional states. Uh, or you can message the page, and we'll help you out. Anyway, this has been a great episode. Michaela, say bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. See ya.